All right, everyone, welcome back to episode 17 of Remote Players Nerdcast. Or I guess I should say, welcome to Remote Player Nerdcast. This is episode 17. <laughs> <laughs> My uh, dyslexic moments. <laughs> I like that. I'll leave all of it in two separate intros. It's perfect. I love it. It's great. <laughs> so, um, I'm back with Ben, as you hear. I am here. How's it going, Phoenix? Good. We are uh, we are living in the desert that is Oklahoma right now. It's fun. Yes. Just so we're clear, we is just Phoenix. <laughs> I do not yeah. live in the desert. I live in the murder <laughs> land of Baltimore, which is much nicer than the desert, I'm sure. Uh, so what do we got going on this week? So, uh, looks like we're going to talk about some games and probably one that no one would expect that I would ever play. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. And then um, we're going to talk about the state of the PlayStation Vita in 2021, which I think we kind of talked about the Vita already in this way, but we're going to talk about it in a little bit different style or different angle, I guess. So I think it should be... Right, it won't be the same exact. I don't think the same exact chat as we had before. All right. Oh, do you so want to start with your games, or you want me to go? Yeah, I was gonna say. I guess you can go with your with your games. So one of your games is kind of one of my games. <laughs> yeah, we got a crossover, and, and and like my big talking point is gonna be more of like a device. So the games I've really been playing, uh, I'm back a hundred percent on Battlefield One which is ridiculous because if you look at my time spent playing that game on PlayStation, it is just under 1,300 hours, which the PlayStation app will be quick to, t- will be quick to tell you is 52 days. Um, wow. So I've spent a total of 52 days of my life playing Battlefield 1 <laughs> on PlayStation. Uh, and then on Xbox, I just crossed over the 100-hour mark because uh, my PlayStation's fried, but my Xbox One X is not. Uh, and this is just sort of like... Um, you know, like life has been kind of complicated and anxiety has been high and battlefield is very familiar. So I don't have to think much. I kind of know what I'm doing. I can go on autopilot and just kind of kill everybody. Um, so like (laughs) I've been playing, (laughs) I've been playing a lot of battlefield one on Xbox. Uh, I did go for the first time in years to the Baltimore County public library today and found out that they have video games that you can check check out like six games at a time. And I didn't grab any today, but they had cyberpunk and I considered it. Um, But I may start, I may start checking out some games that way. Cause uh, you know, my fun situation is not actually going to allow for me to just buy Xbox games on a whim. Um, So might do cyberpunk at some point on Xbox. Yeah, I know game passes that too. I I really am going to be doing like a playthrough of fable at some point. Also, I'm going to have the largest horns in the world growing off the top of my head when I kill all those people. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, So like, that's been the main game for me is battlefield. I'm I'm pretty much every Friday night at like 8 PM Eastern. I'm on Xbox on Friday night, battlefield playing the uh, weekly rotation. Um, I've had like exactly one listener from uh, the UK join me friended me from i i'm guessing the rpn account and uh we played together for a little bit uh i can't remember oh burnt toast was his burnt toaster was his name um and uh 
then the other game I've been playing, which is the same game that you've been playing, and you're going to touch on it more because I don't have a lot to say about it anymore, but we've uh, both been playing Fortnite. So that's, um, for me, not an uncommon thing, but for Phoenix, it was like one of your anti-games for a long time. Yeah, it was a big, uh, it is, or was a big anti, not going to play this game. It's goofy as hell. Like, what the hell are y'all talking about? He's hooked now. Yeah. (laughs) He's, 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 he sent me a picture where he was downloading it, and I was like, wow, like, that's happening. And, uh, <laughs> you know, like, then you were winning, and then you were buying skins, and it was just like, yep, he's in. He's all the way in now. Pause. So, yeah. yeah, so for for everyone uh, that's wondering, I've, well, I don't want to take over the chat, but I won one, and then I won another yes, yesterday, and then one one today. Yeah, so, but and when we've been playing, when we've been playing duos, we've been getting murdered. So it's like I know, dude. It's really weird. Um, so I'll let you talk touch on uh, Fortnite, dude, because you've got a lot more thoughts since you're kind of like not new, but returning after a good period of time. Um, right. But my big talking point is uh, I have acquired over the last few weeks a Microsoft Surface Duo which is a dual screen folding device. Uh, It's actually a phone, but I do not use it as a phone. uh, And I can't imagine it would be perfectly functional as a phone, but it's kind of awkwardly shaped for that. Um, Mine is actually locked to AT&T, but I specifically bought it with the intention of using it as like a gaming and, and like streaming device. Um, so like being locked to AT&T doesn't matter because I'm always connected either to Wi-Fi or I'm tethering it to my phone's hotspot. Um, so like it's always connected, doesn't need a mobile connection, but dude, this thing. So like before I got it, I was kind of like looking at it and looking at it and, uh, you know, I was like, oh, I don't know if I want to do this. And, and so finally, like I did it and I got it. And the big selling point for me is it's basically even if you read reviews online it's basically a mobile xbox um like you can download game pass to it there's a, probably about 100 games right now that have or maybe less maybe it's like 80 games that have specifically been um they've been remastered so that they have touch controls and the way this thing works is you fold it up like a laptop so it's sitting like a laptop facing you and I, when I first got it, I sent a picture to Phoenix. I streamed, um, uh, what the hell is it, Octopath Traveler. So it plays the game on the top screen, and the bottom screen becomes a fully functional virtual Xbox controller. So they have actually integrated it as a full, like, mobile Xbox for Duo, uh, which I think is ridiculously cool. The rest of the games, like, if you wanted to play Gears 5 or something like that, you have to connect an Xbox controller to it, which is ridiculously easy. Um, because not all games have the touch controls, so they don't all work with that virtual keyboard, but a decent amount of games do. And the ones that don't, you just grab your Xbox controller, connect it Bluetooth to your duo, and you're good to go. But like you can stream every single Game Pass game on Xbox uh directly to this duo. Um, I mean, in addition to like I can download, I you know, I downloaded uh Dragon Quest Six, which I'm gonna do a playthrough of on the duo, and you just kind of fold it all the way over, and it's a slightly bigger than your cell phone screen which for like playing RPGs feels a little bit better than a cell phone does. But uh, so far, like gaming on this has been one of the cooler experiences of my gaming life, just because like that, that Xbox game pass on the go is ridiculous. Yeah. So ever since I've seen one of those things, I've been like, 
you know, like, man, I want one of those, but, like, you know, I can't, like, just buy shit. Like, I mean, I could, but I might not live tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) No comment. (laughs) But they are super cool. And and I remember, I think the first time I saw one, like, that made me go, like, oh, shit. Like, somebody had, like, hacked, like, a like a DS game or some shit and made it work or emulated it or something. Yeah. But it, it, yeah. It was basically like a DS. And I was just like, holy shit, dude. Like that looks bad. It's really something like, you know, the, the, the minor complaints I have about it, uh, and they're real minor and they're, they're they don't affect me. But like, if this was your full time device, that's got a self like a front facing selfie camera and like so if you only had this and you wanted to take photographs when you're out you have to fold it all the way out so the two screens are facing away from each other and then you have to actually use the selfie camera and the opposing screen as your camera so like it's kind of convoluted how you get the the cameras to work but since i'm not going to use this as a camera literally never going to use it as a camera ever Uh, I don't care. But if you were considering getting this device, like taking selfies is okay. Um, It's not, the camera is not anything to like write home about, but like to, in order to take like a a panoramic photograph or something like that, you have to like turn the screens all around and then flip the phone around so that that camera is facing outwards. And then the, the, the reverse screen that you're not using as the camera is what you actually see what you're viewing. It, It, it works. But like they could have saved themselves some trouble just by installing like you know an out an outer camera, which I believe that the Surface Duo Two will have. Um, but again, my purpose for this device doesn't involve photographs at all, so I could really care less about that. Um, I'm really what I've used this thing so far is gaming, watching YouTube stuff, and like streaming tennis, and like it and and some Amazon Prime. Like it works flawlessly as a streaming device and i wish i could like maybe i'll try to post a video of using it but like you can very easily like move what you're watching from one screen to the other or you can move it right directly to the middle and it'll broadcast what you're watching over both screens at the same time um so there's like there's a you know you and you can it multitasks like a beast so you can be watching um you know, a, a wrestling match on YouTube on the right screen and on the left screen, you could have Microsoft Office running and be taking notes or, or filling out a calendar or whatever, no problem. Um, so it's oh, kind of cool. Yeah, it's it's kind of cool how it works that way. Um, when I first got it, I honestly was sort of like, I'm going to use this for like a couple weeks and then I'm going to sell it. But I, I, I don't think, I think I'm going to hang on to it because the gaming aspect of it is so unique, but really satisfying. And I was telling Phoenix before we started recording that um, the battery lasts forever. Like I don't have to charge it, but like every two or three days, I mean, I don't use it that heavily. I probably will start when I start. It's it's basically going to be like my RPG machine. Um but I'm trying to game and use my phone way less in general. Like I was telling Phoenix, I got rid of Phoenix or got rid of Phoenix. Yeah. Got rid of Instagram. <laughs> End of friendship. You're done. Um, got rid of Instagram and, uh, you know, just trying to use my phone less and focus on life more. But like from a gaming standpoint, like if I'm going to play a game, I don't mind having a device that just plays games and doesn't have the rest of that stupid shit on it. So we will see in a couple of weeks where I'm at. But right now, like the gaming on it has been so unique, especially with Xbox Game Pass running full time, that 
it's really been a pretty excellent uh, experience. So if it wasn't, you know, the, the price tags come way down. Like I think when they first came out new, they were like almost 1300 bucks. And now they're about six at Best Buy, which is pretty indicative of their, you know, Microsoft is going to announce the two soon. And then it'll probably go down even more. I mean, if you could grab one of these for two or 300 bucks, it would be a steal. And knowing you don't have to have any mobile service, like it, it works perfectly fine just on, I mean, it, it functions like a tablet, you know, like you don't need mobile. Right. Um, but uh, I've been very satisfied with it, especially the battery life and being able to use it all day long uh, and just, you know, having Xbox games at your hand. I mean, you need a good, good Wi-Fi connection, but I haven't had any trouble at home or at work. So I don't imagine it, it needs, you know, it doesn't need the type of Wi-Fi connection like Stadia or like a console needs to stream a huge game for some reason. Right. And I've been really interested in one of those because of the drawing aspect um like before first off like everyone like you and i uh we love like the clamshell of the ds because it like protects itself you know and i really want like that would be so cool to have like a little drawing tablet like that that's always in my pocket or like in my bag at least that i'm not yeah, worried about like the ipad which i know ipad i have like a case on mine that covers it but i i hate cases that are like a flap where you open it and then you're just like, well, what do I do with this flap now? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I do too. Like the only, the thing, the thing about this thing, and I will say like, it's a little bit, um, I'm not going to say it's problematic, but it, you can buy a case with it. Mine came with a case on it and like the case, you know, the outside is glass. So if you dropped it, the outside screens, the outside oh. case would, would crack and shatter, no doubt, like a phone. But you can put a case right. on it and it covers it. The problem with having a case on it that I found out right away, you can't fold it all the way over 360 degrees. The case catches on itself then. Right. So, like, you know, there's no good way. And this is not going to sound great. There's no good way to protect it. You know, like you put a case on it, you're giving up the full mobility of the device. No case on it. And you drop it. I haven't dropped this, but I would imagine it would crack or, or shatter like at the back of any normal cell phone would. So right. like the screens are protected, but the outside is not plastic. It's like it's got a very it's heavy. It's got a very heavy premium feel to it. The hinges are very premium. The whole device is like an incredibly premium device, but it does not feel like it would survive drop tests very well. That's a good point. <clears throat> but I mean, you know, I have very rarely in my life ever, I've dropped my phone before. I've only damaged the phone once or twice dropping it. So, I mean, I don't really like walk around carrying this thing with it open or gaming on it. I make sure I'm stationary. So if you kept it in like your bag or your pocket, you'd probably be fine. Right. Well, yeah, I think, I think, I mean, I would probably keep it in my bag, I guess, but. Like, man, when those things go, like, even, like, way, way down, um, I can't imagine it not being, like, a good thing to just take in as a, like, a, like, just a random, I don't know, like, like I said, for me, it'd be cool for the gaming part, but also, like, just a random, uh, like, I've always, the iPad I use a lot for, like, editing photos on the go, um, so that'd be, it'd be cool. It'd be interesting to look at that, see how the price yeah. goes a little more, maybe. 
Yeah, yeah, I think the price is going to keep going down. I mean, the fact that it's been out for less than a year and it's less than half of the original cost has got to be pretty, you know, pointing Oof. towards it going down even more. I mean, it came out September of 2020 at $1,250, $50.99 or whatever. And now you can get it at Best Buy, I think, for like 600 bucks. So that's, you know, that's a little less than half or a little I more mean, than half off, rather. It must not be selling well at all. I can't imagine it did. I mean, it, it, l- let's be real. It's 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 a sexy as hell device. I love it. I you know like I'm glad I have it. I but like straight out of the gate, thirteen hundred bucks for something that like is still kind of awkwardly shaped that you're expected to use as your full time device. I wouldn't have for that price. Yeah, and I bet you honestly, like a lot of people, not not most, but like there's a good portion of people uh, like me too, like your phone is a work phone or not, yeah. not a work phone, but like they pay for it. And so like, I'm, I couldn't ever convince them to make my default phone like that. They'd be like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Like I know, uh, like my girlfriend right now is looking at like their, her work is probably going to give her an iPhone and an iPad. Cause she's taking a different position and she saw the duo. And for a brief period in time, she was sort of like, I wonder if I could convince them to give me one of those. And I was like, yeah, I man, like if you already have a cell phone, you don't want to really like, you know, get a second cell phone. I mean, I understand it's work versus personal, but if you could talk them into like, or, you know, anybody with the work phone could talk them into getting one of these instead, you'd get a lot more functionality out of it. Yeah, it wouldn't be like it would give you everything, but also it's like, are you selling your soul now? Because now they're going to be like, you got that cool thing that you can do this with everywhere you go. <laughs> exactly. Yep. So we'll see. By next episode, I should be able to talk more about like what gaming is like on it and, and have more of a full review. Uh, it's still really new to me right now, but. That's all that I've really been playing. Uh, nothing too extensive, but I'll probably get back to it next week. So I will uh, pass the baton off to Phoenix. All right. Well, I mean, I guess we can just go back to the Fortnite. I'll just start with that. Um, so, yeah, I've been super not into Fortnite because of the hat building. You know, it had like uh, whenever I used to play it back in the day, I guess, which is like season two, I think, when I first started playing it, which I didn't like start playing it. It's like when I downloaded it and then I was like, I got killed a few times and I was like, all right, delete. Um, so when I say I used to play it, it's not like I was like super hardcore. <laughs> but anyway, um, yeah, so um, play it back then whenever I would usually get into matches i would see like people building like crazy structures shooting from above like falling down and like doing like a cool shotgun shot on me and i'm just like all right like you know how those games are like everyone online is like way too good and you're just kind of like never mind like this this has already gotten too like out of hand like people know how to expose everything and yeah that's that's what i felt like so i was just kind of like ah like, I don't know, like, I always felt like the building was, like, the thing that made me not want to do it. Um, so, for some reason, come all the way back around to now, and I, what made me download it? Was there any reason that I downloaded it? Was it the MLK thing? Oh, yeah, the MLK thing. I didn't even do that yet. I should do that. Neither I. Yeah, I clicked it, or I, I was on a link or something, and it was like, MLK, blah, 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 Fortnite. I was like, that's crazy, like. That'd be interesting, but I didn't. I haven't done it yet. But 
anyway, I downloaded it and I, and I just played a match and I guess I was like, all right, it's not too bad anymore. Um, and honestly, like no one's building anymore, really. Like I see you build every now and then just to like get over a wall without, without having to like chop it down with your uh, pickaxe or whatever. Yeah. yeah. But I don't, I mean, honestly, I see, if I see somebody build, I'm like, oh, they're trying to build? Like, hell no. And I try to like, I try to, like shoot them before it even happens. <laughs> the, uh, you um, know, the problem with the building is, is like, when you're playing on Switch, which was where we're both playing from, like, you're uh, playing against PC gamers and stuff. Like, it's cross-platform. Mm-hmm. And, like, mm-hmm. PC gamers can build just by hitting a couple buttons. So, like, you can tell when you're up against the PC person because they build a fucking fortress in five seconds. And then they're, like, hopping down on top of you with a shotgun and killing you. So that happens occasionally, but, like, there's definitely not that much building. Like, when you get someone that's building like that, you're you're donezo either way. So, you know, it doesn't matter. But, um... The, the, I don't do the build like like Phoenix said. Like I only build to get over things that that's or to put a launch pad down and get to a certain part part of the map. Outside of that, I don't do any building. I just run around and kill people or get killed for that matter. Right. I do need more presence of mind of like if shit's going down, stop and like build like a wall around. Like if I'm reviving you or something, I don't oh yeah, that goes a long way. Right, like I know that'll like save you like at least a few seconds where somebody get gets in there, um, but uh, I don't know. Like I'm sure maybe that'll come as I keep playing it. Um, but so another thing that I think helped with getting me hooked, uh, no pun intended, is the fishing uh, aspect of the <laughs> game. Which, <laughs> dude. The fishing thing about the, the fishing part of the game, I guess. I how long has this been in there? I haven't. I don't know. Oh, a long the, time. The yeah, it's been okay. in there for for a long time. Well, uh, I was playing with my friend Sarah, not my wife. I'm not, well, my wife is a friend, but I guess this is another <laughs> person. Like I'm, I got confused now. But uh, yeah, playing with my friend Sarah, and then I was like. I stumbled on a fishing rod somehow, and I was just like, I was like, how do I use this? And then I, but I remember I had seen like fish like swirling in circles around each other, and I was like, oh, I didn't know you could fish that. So then I started throwing in there. Anyway, dude, you get like some badass weapons out of there, like epic or rare weapons. And I would say you get it pretty often. Like it's not like it's like super rare. Like I, I usually get, pretty good stuff like every two times like like you know like maybe i do it one time and i have nothing but then if i find another spot i might get like a rare and i'm like it's it's pretty viable like especially if you just have the rot which kind of sucks you have to keep a rot on you but um you know if you're near water you can always find a spot that has like those fish swirling and like today i was in a firefight with somebody i actually ran them over with a boat which is crazy <laughs> they got in the water trying to shoot me and I was like, Yeah, dude, no, like this is a boat. Like, what do you under what don't you understand? <laughs> um But anyway, I hit the person, got uh to a spot where I had, I had fishing and I was trying to run from that circle. Uh like the what's it called? The circle was enclosing. 
Oh, the the I think it's just called the circle. Right. I was sorting from the circle, and <laughs> uh, anyway, so as I was running, I was really low on health, and I was fishing that spot. And like as I was walking past it, I could fish the spot like two or three times and got a health out of there, and like actually a shield fish, which gives you like half health um, or half shield. Um, and then the normal fish you catch, you can eat too. So like, it's like super viable, dude. Like it's, I feel like I've never seen anyone fish like just randomly yet, but I feel like it's a part of the game that is kind of not really used a lot. I could say probably maybe. So I'll tell you, I'll tell you what I don't like about it. Having tried it before. Um, what, and I think this is a reason that you don't see many people doing it is when you're doing the fishing, you're literally standing in the middle uh, open where people can shoot you. Oh, and yeah. like Fortnite is a game that almost requires you to always be moving around unless you're in a building. So like the idea in that game and, and you know, like I'm sure it doesn't happen that often, but I would constantly just be thinking like if someone came up, they would be able to pop off a good amount of shots before you were able to switch to your next weapon. Um, so like, that's what turns me off about it is I feel like I'm, I'm giving up, opportunity like i i way prefer landing someplace that i know for a fact has a bunch of chests and just opening them and grabbing my weapons and going that's true oh dude that makes sense then i guess we could i could best i could like build a wall behind me that's a good point you could do that that's true but like if you if you if you land at the water then you'd have to with no weapons have to go and like build or like knock you know get gather materials first like, I think there's a lot of aspects to the fishing that are cool. I just think it, the reason you probably don't see many people doing it is because it really puts you out there to be to to be attacked in the open. That's true. I've been there's been moments. That's kind of why I walk by it now or run by it. I don't. I guess you're kind of walking, but you're it's like speed running. I guess speed walking. But <laughs> yeah, lately I've been kind of like I'll like throw in there three or four times as I'm going by, but it's still kind of like. Yeah, if, you, if someone sees you, you're definitely gonna have like a few shots off. Um, there is, there are some spots. I guess I'll say this: like whenever I land in the game, there are spots that I know now that have like a rod, a boat right next to you, and and um, usually it's always a gun like there for protection. And so when you fish a spot for a while, you get like you get like thirty trees or what's it called wood, I guess. Yeah, wood. You'll, yeah. You'll, you'll get like random building materials. So uh, I don't know. It's kind of like a, I guess for me fishing, like I'm into fishing. It's a, uh, it's a way to, it kind of got me in the game a little more now where it's like, Oh, this is like a thing I can like learn to get good at. Like fishing is in the game. Also, I had no idea of this. I thought you could only fish the spots where the fish were swirling, you know? Oh no. If yeah. You, you can do it anywhere. Yeah, I didn't know that you could just fish anywhere, and then you actually are competing against your friend in fishing. Who it tells you, it tells you like today I caught like four or five records. It was like you caught the biggest one of your friends, and I was like, "What? This is crazy!" Yeah. <laughs> so I know like literally no one on my friends list is probably giving a damn about <laughs> the biggest fish or whatever that they've caught, but. Um, I pretty much had like a moment today where I just sat on a dock fishing <laughs> in Fortnite, trying to like get like cool fish and like the the better uh, weight or the bigger size, I guess, the length of the fish. And um, 
And I was like, oh yeah, I forgot that I need to like outrun the circle. <laughs> so Yeah, uh, you can kind of like that game definitely like you can get lost doing some stuff and all of a sudden the circle is on you. Yeah, and like the circles I feel like Apex Nope. You kinda like Apex is kind of the same, I guess, rate of speed. Like you can't really like once you're in the circle, you can't really like come out of it. Like, you know, like you're kind no, of like, you need stuck a vehicle. in there. Right. Yeah, so that's it was definitely the same. Like I was I got fucked up for a little bit until I got out of there. But I had a bunch of fish that I could eat. <laughs> but um anyway, so that's that's a random random thing that's helped me get in there. Um but also, um, I don't know, I've always I've always seen people play the game, or, like, my nephew is super into it. Like, all my, I have two nephews, and they're super into it. My son talks about it, but he's not really into it. Um, but, you know, most people that I know probably play it, you know. So, it's been a game where I'm like, ah, yeah, everyone's into it, I'm not into it. And so, I've always kind of wished that I was, but the building thing kept me away from it. Um, but you know, I'm open to it now. Um, especially that it's on the Switch, like really helped. And uh, yeah, yeah, if it wasn't on the Switch, I probably wouldn't be playing it. Um, and the other other really big thing that helped me out recently was that I was able to get my fartsy from PlayStation Land and put it into, I guess, both now because uh, now they allow cross platforming. Sony's letting everyone play with them or something. So I guess if you have a Sony account, if you have a Sony Fortnite and you want that one on your Switch, you can do it now. You just have to unlink your Switch account <laughs> and then log into the one that was on your Sony and then add your Switch or Nintendo account to the Sony account, which which ends up making it just an Epic account. But it's you know it's not like tied to Sony. But oh, I would I do you think I would lose all my skins for my Nintendo one? That's that's what I was gonna say. <clears throat> I basically just got rid of my the stupid one that I had that was like Farwar. It wasn't Fartsy. It was like a weird name. I basically got rid of that because I was just like, well, I don't care. You know, I haven't really played on any of these, honestly. Like the the Fartsy when I logged in on it, it was like level two, and then the one that I did with my Nintendo account was like level. Five. Well, and you have to bear in mind also that, like, uh, at the end, when the new season drops, you start at level one. Oh, so that, so that, so nothing matters then, really. No, it resets every single season. But you, but you lose your, your thing, your, uh, outfits and stuff, I guess, if you did it, probably. Yeah, you, well, you keep all your skins. Well, I'm saying, I guess if you bought stuff in the Nintendo, then you then you switch back oh, to that, PlayStation. Yeah, that, that's what I'm saying is like all of my skins are on Nintendo. Like I have all the X Men skins from because like you missed out on like during lockdown they did a whole Marvel crossover, um, that was mm. fucking so good. And uh, like I have my Marvel skins, I have some, I have the Mandalorian and a, a a Death Trooper from Star Wars. Like you keep all that stuff forever. But I think if I logged out of my Nintendo one and linked my Sony, I don't think I would have all that stuff. Like I'm, th- I think those skins are specific to my Nintendo Epic account. I guess. I wonder. I it would be really interesting to see if the, you could like merge. Let me see, merge Fortnite. 
account. Yeah, maybe like so. I don't worry uh, about it too much. I'm fine not having Nuke the Bridge on my uh, Switch. It's not a big deal. It does say how to... There's like things here that says Fortnite adds merging to help console players rescue rescue their V-Bucks and collectibles. Oh, so there's so definitely a way then. Yeah, it's showing a Switch. Yeah, it says Epic announced a much-anticipated merge feature. Um... I'll send you this link, but yeah, I guess I guess there's some kind of uh, some there's kind of some thing. way to make it happen. Yeah, because because that was me, you know. Like I really want my fartsy, and when I play something that's not like fartsy, I feel like it's not me. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> so I guess that's all I have for uh, for, for for Fortnite. All right, and. Uh, the last game that I've been... Well, let me just do a quick Fantasian update. Um, Fantasian's like the second... People keep saying part two. Even like Fantasian developers said part two, but it's really just a second part of the game that they weren't able to have in the first part when it came out. Um, but So it's a complete game now, I guess. But um, it's pretty much... This part is like wide open. So... You know, the very first part was very linear and tight um, pause. And it was, uh, like, a really good, like, the story just kept going and going, like, in stride. It was never, like, a, where do I go? Where the fuck do I go kind of moment. Right. Um, this this one, apparently this part of the game, or the back half of the game, let's just say, is wide open, more, like, um, if you remember, like, Bravely Default, you remember when you get to a dungeon and it has, like, it's this dungeon, and we recommend that you should be level 35 when you come here. It's kind of like that, where you know you you find places that you need to go to do a thing, and it like recommends a level that you should be at. Um, super good game. Like, um, I really do. I really do love the skill tree like aspect of it. Like, it's it took the game even further, so you can basically build your character how you want. Also, if you ever want to respect your character. You can just literally do it whenever you want. Like, you could probably just respec your character on the fly for, like, a boss fight. So that's I thought that was really neat. It's not, like, a big... Uh, you don't have to, like, commit to one like one style. You can respec any how you want. Um, so, yeah, it's a great game that I don't think anyone's going to play because it's stuck on Apple still, and... Yeah. That's that's not gonna have. I don't think that's gonna be any end in sight. I don't see why you would if you were Apple, because I'm sure they spent money on that game to like make it stay there for a while. But um, if it does come to a console someday, everyone should definitely check it out because it is. I don't know if it's. I'm not gonna say like triple A level kind of game, but it's it's definitely not. I wouldn't consider it like an indie. Like it feels like a proper game, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, it's definitely not an indie. Right, and I, I feel like it's going to be caught up in, I feel like if it ever comes out, like for console, I feel like people are going to like write it off as an indie, especially because the developer is like Miss Walker, and no one has really heard of that. Like, if you hear Squaresoft, you know, or Square Enix, I guess, if you hear that, you're like, oh, okay, it's a triple A level game. But, uh, I don't know. Check it out. Seriously, like, it's good, but 
so now the game is complete, and if you are an Apple Arcade person, highly recommend. It's super good. And I guess I'll move on unless you have anything to add to that. No, I haven't played Fantasia in a little while, so I'm good on that for now. All right. Uh, so my last little game here is Dodgeball Academia, or Academia. I'm not really sure how to say that word properly. Academia, probably? Yeah, I think it's Academia. Right. Um, it's a sports RPG, which, you know, it's been a few of these, but not a lot. But I think the last one that was really popular was Golf Story. Which golf story was really good, but um, you know, I feel like Dodgeball Academia is way more action based, but it feels uh, a lot like a a lot like a proper RPG as far as like equipping items to get this stat and that stat um, improved, and your characters all have their own like uh, you know, it's kind of like Smash where everybody has their own like special and their own uh, like like this person is good at. He's good at uh he's got fire. This person's got lightning and you know, it does different things on the on the court, I guess it's called. Um, but anyway, the combat is very much you playing dodgeball. So you can like catch some players some players like uh counter, like they like, kick it right back to the other person. And um that's kinda cool, like in, in matches where like it's kind of advanced. Sometimes you're like you throw a ball and then someone will like counter you and you're not ready for it and you can either catch or counter back and it, the game gets like really hectic, dude. And I think that's where this game really shines. It's like the combat is super fun um, and some levels are like there's some stages or whatever that are in the snow, which is like the typical thing where you're like ice, you're sliding everywhere. But that's kind of cool too because like you're sliding and you can kind of like you kind of like uh, what's that cat? Monfields that does a sliding when he's on like clay or something like that. Oh, Gail Monfils, yeah, yeah, the uh, French yeah. tennis player. Right, it's kind of like that where you're like sliding and like you're throwing a ball and trying to use it to like a your ass your uh, advantage. Um, I would say the story is good enough to pull you through the game. It's I would say it's better than most to pull you through the game. It's at least interesting enough. That's funny parts um and the text boxes are like they have different like ways to like uh illustrate like feelings like you know like the text will like rumble or shake or you know twist around in funny ways so it's it's really good like whoever made this game they didn't like they didn't like just throw it together like they like whoever made this game like really loved like this is like their baby like it's made really well um i know the art style band's not a fan of but the art style is like very like graphic designery vector based where it's like 2D. It's like it's like Paper Mario. Um like Paper Mario 2D, like you're like flat, you know? But um your characters all have a lot of different animations and I don't know. It's a really good looking game, in my opinion. I know not everybody. <laughs> and um I the the thing that I kind of didn't like towards the end is that it starts to kind of pad the ending. It has this really nice style of game where it's like, like you wake up and this is what you have to do today. And like, let's go figure it out. And then you go and do it. And it's like a funny little story. And so every day is kind of like its own little separate story. When you get near the end, which is where 
like you're getting to the championship match of like the big uh, dodgeball tournament. Um, all of a sudden, it doesn't go from a day one, day two thing. It's like it gets to that day before, and it's like, oh, there's a break between days. So now here's an extra day for you to like. There's a new story in this day, and it's like, well, what the hell? Like everything else has been like day one, day two, and now it's like this day is just like a free day. Like I don't know why it was a. I don't know. It, it just felt like the game was trying to, you know, expand the end some just to make it, just to make the the hours longer, which. I don't think games need to do that. You know, like sometimes it's like the game is like a good stride. If it, if you're done in 10 hours and it feels like a nice complete package, like I don't know why, you know, some game makers feel like they need to like pat it out. But um, other than that, the game is really good. I would say it's like an eight out of 10. If you like, if you like sports RPGs, um, if you're not really into sports RPGs or like, paper mario looking like vector based kind of games you probably won't be into this but if you if you loved golf story you would probably love this yeah i could see that i mean the art the art's definitely different between the two but uh i mean i like sports rpgs i didn't i didn't i i wasn't into the art of this one uh i i mean like i only played it for like 20 minutes so i don't have like a solid opinion one way or the other so i'm gonna go with phoenix's review of eight out of ten because that sounds more reasonable than my review after 20 minutes yeah the the beginning is slow i mean but it it makes sense though like if you're not into the art then i mean it's just not gonna work and no no sense in forcing it um yeah exactly right but you know for 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 the folks out there that were in, into golf story at least, I would say at least check out like gameplay because you might you might be kind of looking for that itch of like some kind of sports RPG. And I, I guess Mario, what was the latest one? Mario Golf. I guess that one wasn't like what everybody thought it would be for the RPG aspect. Yeah, there wasn't much to it. Yeah, which. That kind of sucks because I was really hoping that would like come back as like a main feature of that game. I, um, I it, I've read that they still like a lot of people still think it's going to get added, so I guess we'll see. But uh, um, I think it's questionable. Yeah, that's like hard to trust. I mean, you know, this is the same. Uh, the same. This is like off the path we were on, but like. Like Animal Crossing, everyone keeps swearing that they need to add this and that. They need to add this and that and that and that. And just like, dude, like, I'm sure Nintendo wants to add stuff, but also they're working on like a lot of other shit. And it's probably like, it's probably just like we already made our money off of this game right now. And like, do they really need to add like a bunch of stuff to it? Like, I don't, I don't really know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm not sure either, to be honest. Yeah, I, I've seen that online a few times where people are just like, are, you know, they want Brewster added. And like, I love Brewster, but like, if Brewster gets added to Animal Crossing, like, I won't come back for like weeks. I'll come back for like probably two days every now and then, check in on Brewster. And then I'm probably like, all right, I'm done. <laughs> yeah, I would check in long enough to do whatever you have to do to add him and everything and go to get a cup of coffee. But like, that, I mean, l- let's be, let's be 100% real right now like <laughs> Brewster shouldn't have taken a year and a half the end yeah he should have been probably like th- 
three months in kind of at it to catch yeah. the momentum as it was kind of going down. If not, if not sooner, I mean, like shit, we were all locked down. We were all stuck at home. Why not just have fucking Brewster in the game? I mean, I, at this point, a year and a half later, I don't really think he's coming. Like if he does, like, what's the point at, at that point? I, that, to me, that was a drop ball where it was sort of like, here's a character everybody loves that they didn't bring back. You can't be right. like a year and a half later after the launch when a lot of people aren't playing anymore. We finally dropped this character that everybody loves. Like, nah, and that should have been something within. I would say like Brewster should have been the first month or two when the game was really heavily populated. I mean, obviously, still a lot of people are playing it. It's still in like the top fifteen charts and everything. But nah, I don't understand that one at all. Yeah, I uh, I wonder that too. Where it's like, you know, that's another thing that I keep seeing, like, or not keep seeing, but I just. I just know folks are really upset about no Brewster and no uh, Cap'n. And, like, where would Cap'n take you? He'd take you to another island, which is what we can already do. <laughs> so, yeah. I don't, unless, unless they gave Cap'n like, one other uh, thing. I don't understand where what you would do with him because he was kind of replaced with the airport. And, like, all, you know, I can't understand some people, like, they didn't really explain or ever give, you know, like, whatever happened to Tortimer. But... Oh, yeah. Like, oh, Mayor? So, yeah. So, I don't know. That game, like, you know, if they brought Brewster back, I'd be back in long enough to, like, make sure he's in my, my island and everything. But it's too late. Like, for, for hardcore fans, it'll bring you back for a little while. I mean, I do know a couple people that... um are still playing and never really stopped, which is hard for me to believe. But uh, I don't know. A year and a half later, no Brewster is really a shame. Yeah, I really wonder. I really wonder about that, like why that is. And, you know, but like I said, they also, they fucking made their money. So it's kind of like, I don't know, like this, that kind of, maybe that goes into not every game needs to be like forever. Like, you know, we all kind of got our thing out of it, I would say, for the most part. Everyone's probably got their island set up how they want and stuff. And it's like, at that point, um, what else is it to do, really? Like, I saw some folks, like, posting, like, there's there's no update. I'm so pissed off that I want Brewster, so I'm just going to fucking restart. And it's just like, you're not really getting, like, Nintendo's not going to be mad at you. Like, I don't Yeah, I don't like, really boy, know. that's a hell of a threat right there. <laughs> I know. I was like, I don't know. Uh, that's kind of a random offshoot, but uh, <laughs> Animal Crossing things. Yeah, but, uh, always Animal Crossing things. Yeah. Unless you got something to add to uh, the the Dodgeball Academia. <laughs> no, I think we're uh, I think we're ready to hit the uh, Vita. All right. There is uh, one thing I'll say. Uh, the another random. Animal Crossing thing. Uh, they came out with those Animal Crossing crossover Pumas. Have you seen those? The yeah, shoes? I have. Yeah, yeah. That was another thing that sparked that whole conversation of the they could come up with shoes, but not come out with Brewster. <laughs> oh god, I just like those people just need to shut up. Like, come on, man. <laughs> you literally get Animal Crossing shoes, and you're upset about it. What is he a pigeon that hasn't shown up in Animal Crossing? <laughs> I know, shoot, I was just like, dude, this is Nintendo lit- literally did zero footwork. Or, uh, yep. Like, they pretty much said, yes, you can make a color combination that is Isabel and go. Yep. 
pretty much. It's not like the, it's not like the devs are like in the studio or in the workshop, like building this shoe, every shoe that comes off the the line, like the, the devs are doing that instead of Brewster. <laughs> yeah, it's, oh, it's too much. That fan base is too entitled at this point. Yeah. <laughs> so now we can uh, bring it back or bring it over to the state of the PlayStation Vita in 2021, which is uh, kind of bleak, dude, or quiet. I don't know. Well, let's let's be real. Like, you know, like the state of the PlayStation Vita is that in 2021, it's unsupported and dead. Um, Like, you know, and I think we were we were talking about like topics for the show, and I just kind of pitched like I think talking about the Vita. Like I can't I can't talk about the Vita the same way that we had like our episode about the 3DS because it just doesn't mean as much to me, and I didn't play it as much. But um, you know, like a bigger point is just sort of like like you know, you and I are using our Vitas for very different things. So like I kind of wanted to touch base. Like, let's talk about like. How, you know, how are you using your Vita in 2021 and how am I using mine? Because developers aren't really supporting it. It's not really getting updates. The store is still live, but it's dead and there are never any sales. So it's really kind of like, you know, the Vita, like it's just been forgotten about. Like it's there. They can make a little bit of money off of it. They don't give a shit. Like it's done. And I mean, it's hard to blame them. I don't know what the sales were on the Vita. I'll pull that up. Um, but like it didn't sell the way that they wanted it to. It obviously didn't sell enough to do uh, to launch another one ever. So like what you know like in 2021, like how are you using your Vita? How are you getting games for it, etc.? Like what's your what's your life with Vita like right now? So yeah, real quick, uh, I keep seeing some folks on Twitter like the, the I follow the PS Vita community. And dude, like I love the Vita, but they're like super obsessed with the Vita, and the you know they're like hardcore about it. And they're like, Sony needs to come back with the Vita two and like destroy Nintendo. And it's like, dude, like I feel like, I feel like, uh, I feel like the Vita was such a bad fumble. Where it's just like, why do you trust Sony enough to like want a second thing? And and can you imagine the demand on that game? Like, it would have to be the Switch or better. And yeah, I just kind of hope they don't. Like, I'd rather them just focus on making like good PS uh, PS Five. Uh, what's it called? Like first party games and that. Yep. But um, so the I guess how I'm using my Vita lately is because the store is so dead. Uh. I I mean not like the store was ever jumping. <laughs> so whenever no. I bought it I guess I bought it like three years ago or something like that. Three oh four. And um, you know, back then it was like stuff was coming out, but it wasn't like it was brand new like triple A shit. You know, it was usually like uh Stardew Valley. I think when I had it, I think Stardew Valley came out for it, maybe. I think. So it was kinda like Started with finally on the Vita. It was kind of like that moment, but it was started with already been out. But you know, that's kind of the the era that I got it at. And so it was some stuff coming out, but not a lot. But now it's completely dead. So I've been going back. I realized that I that it's a it's a PSP pretty much. And I went to the store and there's like, you know, level level uh level 
whatever top-notch level uh, Vita or PSP games in there. So I've been playing that lately. I talked about that last time. But um, that's been how I've been using it lately as like a PSP because I didn't have a PSP back in the day and I missed out on that whole era. So um, I would say it's 100% not worth buying right now. <laughs> like if someone was, every now and then I see people like, should I buy a Vita? Well, while they're like dead and it's like cheap, but I don't really think it's cheap, honestly, to buy one right now. I think they're not, they're not like a hundred dollars or less. I don't think. No, um, I don't think so either. I I feel like they're still. Let me see. Yes, Vita on eBay here. Uh, they're they're, they're like still, two. dude. They're still going for like two one eighty. Yeah, like well, I just looked up. Lifetime yeah. sales for the Vita were a little less than 15 million, which is just slightly more than the Wii U. Uh, but it's pretty wow. far down the console list. I mean, you, there's no way. Like, you know, the PSP was made to combat the DS, and it sold a little bit better than the Vita. But overall, like 15 million over a course of like eight years, because it was like 2011 to 2019, is relatively poor in the big picture. I mean, it's still enough that you would think it would have been supported better because like it never got like a lot of de developer support. Like it was really like, it was really heavy on um, visual novels. Uh, like that's at the end of its life. That seemed to be what was being released the most. Right. That's pretty much what it was. Um, yeah, dude, I don't, I mean, I love the device, but, I don't know. I like we. I remember when we were, like, or when I got it. I guess I think you already had one. Um, I I was like, man, I'm gonna like buy all these games, you know, like before they die out and before we can't find them, which I think was like a good like presence of mind because we kind of got in like right whenever people didn't care about them, and also when they were like still in stores, kind of. Yeah, kind uh, of. I mean, you know, I, I grab my physical collection of Vita is probably like 20 or 25 games. And I add a game here or there during lockdown. I bought a few on uh, on eBay. But like, honestly, and we'll get to this, but like, there's no reason for me to buy games anymore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, like I'm, I'm barely finding them in in like local game stores because I travel I see like random local game stores for that area, and I'm like, oh, this is interesting. Like, I'll go in here and see if they have Vita games because that's always like my. I don't. I don't really care about physical for a Switch. He's going through it, but like for a Vita, it'd be cool to like, you know, pick up a random Vita game, and mainly because the memory cards are expensive. So that's kind of why I want the con their uh, cart. Anyway, yeah. So, but I'm not even finding them in those stores. Like, I I might find if they do have a Vita game. Which I hate when they do this. Like I'll call them and they're like, "Yeah, we got some Vita games." I get in there and it's like Lego, like Lego Batman and like MLB the Show. It's like, all right, like I've already bought, it. right? And I've bought MLB the Show. Like I bought the ones that were on it just because they were there for like two dollars once. But it's like at this point, I'm like I don't need another copy of the show. <laughs> no, no, my and my my none of the GameStops here carry Vita games anymore. Like that finally died off altogether. Like I got a local game shop Regen that has some, but uh, and like when I was in Washington in in July, I went to a video game store called uh, Respawn, which by the way can suck my whole taint. 
Um, <laughs> but, uh, but, and they had some Vita games. They, they specialized in, uh, it seemed like they specialized in two very specific things, like special edition games of things and ripping people off. So, um, you, you know, like you could find cool editions of things, but in general, like it, it was, it was, that place was not cool, but you can't find Vita games here anywhere except Regen, which, you know, like that's a good way to like kind of bridge into like the reason that I don't download games is I have a hacked Vita, um, which was gifted to me by uh, my buddy Fish that works at Regen. And like, you know, hacked Vita runs PSP software, but it also, and you kind of like, I have like a hundred and or like an 80 gig memory card in or something like that. Cause you can, you can format it so that it'll fit a bigger size. Um, I mean, I think you kind of give up the ability to play carts in it as easily because that memory card goes where the cart should go. Um, right. But the thing about the hack beta is like anything that, that I could possibly want is available for free. And also it's got like a GBA emulator so I can play some fucking Pokemon stuff on it. Um, Every PSP game, every P- Vita game. I mean, the chief complaint about it is that the downloads take forever. But I mean, like you're 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 literally bypassing having to pay for a game ever again on the Vita for some longer download time. So I'll take it. Um, you know, you can download anything on it. Like I would, I don't even look at the Vita store anymore. I'm on my not hacked Vita because uh, I mean, I guess I could to get an idea of what's out there and then just go and download it for free on the hacked one, but. Um, I, the way that I have it set up where I have an original slim, like black slim, uh, that's not hacked. And then I have a slim blue that is hacked. Like, that's the way I would want to do it. I still always want to have one that's not hacked. Um, like I want one that's, that's original, blah, 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 blah. But, uh, yeah, I, the hacked one makes it so that like, you don't have to download anything ever again. It's, it's excellent. Right. And that's, that's kind of what I've been leaning towards is like you're you were at the moment now where you know like game boy advance like i have the flash car where it's like nintendo's not gonna be like all of a sudden it's like hey we released a new advance wars on game boy advance so it's like we're at the point now where it's like all right anything goes like nintendo can you know they gotta be all right with this so i feel like well most folks have been at that point with the vita <laughs> but um i'm i'm finally getting to the point where um, normally I like to keep things like, oh yeah, I want to keep this to be like this, the Vita so that I can be like online with it and all that stuff. And, but now there's like truly nothing coming out. There's, you know, once I get these PSP games done or finished, like I want to be like this, this the console is just going to sit there. So, um, I'm probably going to have to join the hack community soon. I looked up a few hacks and it's complicated. It looks, yeah, it looks, I was, I was never going to try to do it myself. Like when uh, originally went before, like, like I said, the, the blue Vita was gifted to me for like dog sitting, which is kind of a ridiculous gift to give someone because they're fucking expensive. Um, (laughs) but like it was gifted to me and it was gifted to me fully hacked. And like my boy fish actually went the extra mile and downloaded about a dozen and a half RPGs to it. Um, but um, like you would have to find a, like like Regen, like the one of the owners of Regen hacks Vitas, and he'll kind of do it like you know, like you your best bet would almost be to like mail it to me and have let me have Jake hack it for you and then mail it back to you. Um, right. 
or unless you've got like a local store where someone hacks it. But like, I would be so sketchy about just handing my Vita over to someone and having it like bricked or like stolen or something. Um, like local video game stores would be the way to go. Uh, I, I honestly, I'm glad that I don't have to try to figure that out. Cause if I didn't know a store that did it and the person that gave me one, I kind of would, I think I'd sort of be like, well, I don't know what to do. So, um, but like going hacked is the way to go because like that, it's just like, if they're not, if the games aren't being supported anymore and there's no updates going forward, why not just download them for free then? Right. Yeah. Dude. <laughs> yeah. I, th- so yeah, and this we've talked about this before, but like Nintendo or not Nintendo, Sony should at this point give like you you mentioned it earlier, like there's no sales. It's like why why is there no sales on this thing? Like they could open the gates, like everything on the Vita store is twenty percent off. That wouldn't that wouldn't be crazy. <clears throat> but it would be like your last just effort to get like everyone buy whatever you can and make some kind of money off of that. Um, but now, you know, like I, I would probably do that. Just so like they're on my account at least just for a few things. But yeah, I'm leaning towards uh, hacking soon, dude. And just, just going to download and probably be done with that. Um, and then I probably won't still play shit anyway. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, that was going to be my next question. So, like, having this conversation and, like, wrapping it up at some point, like, pause. Um, what, uh, <laughs> like, wh- where, do you, where do you see yourself with your Vita in a year? Like, do you think it's going to be collecting dust at that point? Or do you think you're still going to be, like, you know, because, like, we, I, I know both of our gaming tendencies and you do too i mean like you know like it's no, no no surprise at this point listen to the podcast like phoenix on i text every single day and it's not always about video games but it's a lot about video games and like it's not surprising to me when phoenix sends a text and he's like i'm on my veto what the fuck and i'm like yeah i don't know dude what the fuck but um but but like i do the same thing where there's just days where i'll see it and i'll be like that looks like that's looks like something i want to play today so like but I'm touching mine less and less. Pause again. Um, yeah. And, <laughs> y- y- you know, like, it's there. And I had that that sweet, like, charging dock that you found that we both bought. And, um, like, I have both of mine charged and they're there. It's just sort of like I'm going for my Switch. Or, I mean, it's the same thing. Like, I would love, honestly, I would love to have, like, a month or two where I just play my 3DS again. Like, go through my games and just use my 3DS. But honestly, like, with the Switch and with the Xbox and everything, like, it's just it's not happening. Um, like, yeah. You know, and, and I think part of it is, and this is going to be different from you, is um, I really uh, prefer television gaming. Um, Oof. You know, I like... I love the Switch, but I almost... I play it in docked mode, like, 95% of the time. Um, like I'm almost never in hand. I have not, just to give you an idea, I have not played my switch in handheld mode since I got back from vacation on like July 25th. So it's been docked the whole time. It hasn't been out of the dock once. Uh, but I don't take it places with me either. You know, like I used to, when it first came out, I would take it. If I was going out to read for the day, I would bring my switch with me, but now I just read. Um, 
So, like, I don't, in a year, like, I'm sure I, I could see myself in a year picking the Vita up and being like, wow, I haven't touched this in a year. Um, like, the, the biggest motivating factor for me to play the Vita is when you find something worth playing. And then I'll be like, oh, let me go download that. But, like, yeah. I love it. It's, it, I think it's premium as hell. Like, if you, if you put it side by side with the any of the ds's or anything like that or even like a a switch like switch is better there's no doubt about that um but i hate i hate to say this because it's gonna buy it's gonna go into like some of the people that you've sent me screenshots of tweets before but like i do think the vita is more premium than the switch uh like the build and the quality of the device is better than the switch. The games are not. Uh, and that, right. you know, like the, at the end of the day, I'm not buying a gaming console for strictly for the, how premium the build is. Like I want the games too. And the fact is I can play Skyrim and Dragon Quest 11 and blah, 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 blah on my switch. And there are some really, really great games for Vita. But if you stack them up side by side, the switch wins hands down. I just think the screen on the Vita is nicer. The touch screens are nicer. Um, you know, like I, I like my switch more, but I do think the Vita is a more premium feel. I, uh, mine is literally here. Uh, like it's been, it's been on my like work desk area the whole day. And, um, the, I just picked it up and like the, the Vita, the size of it is like perfect. You know what I'm saying? Like the, the switch is good. Like when you're like, when you're on a couch playing it, it's fine. But if you're like, you know, I have like a, I have like a soft case for my Vita so I can like put it in that little sleeve and then like throw it in my back pocket. And it's like perfect enough to be in your back pocket. You know, if you're like walking somewhere really quick, um, can't really do that with a switch. I don't think you can really do that with the, with the light either. Right. Like that one's yeah, still pretty big. Can't. Yeah, you can't. I mean, you could fit it in, I mean, boy, like boy pants, like in men's jeans or whatever, you could fit it in like a front pocket or a back pocket probably uh, with it sticking out a good bit. But like the Vita, like I, I'm, I, I have like one of those like silicone, like protective sleeves for it. Um, yeah. And like that'll fit in my pocket. No, pro- I, I would, I don't think I'd want to put it in my back pocket too much just because from a sitting down standpoint, but, um, right. but no, like <laughs> a, a, a light will fit in your back pocket or your front pocket probably but I couldn't say for sure because I've never tried because it's it's just too big to do it even if it did fit. Get right. Off. Yeah, and the shape of the the shape of the switch is like you know like the the analog sticks are like kind of tall and then the 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 triggers or whatever are kind of like they poke out down or whatever. Um, so yeah, the Vita man, like ah, like every time I walk past it every now and then I'm just like, damn, that console is badass. And then I pick it up and you know. Like right now, I have Spelunky loaded, which is like a good forever game if you're into that. It's a good forever game, and um, the leaderboards are still going for the daily stuff, which is which is cool. I guess people that care about that, um, and you know, like it's got some good forever game. Like Rogue Legacy is another like forever, just over and over again kind of a rogue game. So I think I could I could see myself using it for that aspect for sure just like random little whatever moments that i'm like i don't know why i got hooked on spelunky this week um yeah but 
you know, Spelunky also just came out on the Switch, um, and the second one, which the which the uh, this, the Vita never got the second one, which it probably won't. Um, and that's kind of another thing too, though. Like another small thing, like when I got Stardew Valley for the for the Vita, I put like fourteen hours in, and I was obsessed with it because, like I said, the Vita is a perfect size to bring to work or whatever, and like your bag and a sleeve. Um, but I will say that when the Switch version came out, the Switch version just had better support. Like the dev is focusing on the Switch, whereas there's stuff that the that the Stardew Valley on the Vita just doesn't have, and it's probably just an update from getting it, but it's not going to happen. So, you know, that's that's kind of a big thing to think about. I think too is just like you could get the Vita, but it would the the store and the updates and it's just not happening and you know as sad as that is it's like this just not viable like why would they why would the dev do all that work just to publish an update to a game that 10 of us are gonna maybe open <laughs> yeah i agree yeah i mean you know i just like uh i don't know nothing uh nothing really gets there's no updates. There's no. I, don't, I mean, how often does it get new games? I mean, they have to be indies at this point. There's no premium games being loaded to this feed. I wouldn't imagine. Um, so I, there was two like <laughs> like two weeks ago. Um, it was like two indie games that no one really would want to play, but the community was freaking out about it. They were like, "Oh my god, there's two indie games, and one of them is really good, and it's not good. It's just." It's called like Russian. It's the, I think I talked about it. It's like Russian Subway Dogs is the name of it, and it's like a that platformer where, yeah, it's like a platformer where you're dodging like subway cars go by or something. It doesn't look. It looks like it's nicely crafted. Like it doesn't look like a shitty game, but no one is dying for that game. So, you know, and I think I think the, the historic thing about that is that this, this was probably like the last game coming out for it. So I think that's why everyone was like talking about it. And... Yeah, I could see that. I mean, I, I would. It would be cur- I would be curious to know like what the very last physical Vita game was, but I have no idea. That's that's tough to know because they they keep releasing stuff on like Play Asia and like uh, limited run. Yeah, that's true. So I guess there it is kind of hard to say because of that. Is it called Limited Run? Yeah, it is. Yeah, I did Limited Run once, and um, I loved it. I think I got... What did I get on that? Do you remember? (laughs) I I do not. Oh, I got... um, What was that game? The Cyberpunk Bar game. Oh, uh, uh, Valhalla Hall. Yeah. Whatever. That's what it was. Yeah, I got that on there, and it's it was good. Like, you know, their stuff was cool as hell. Um, but you know, I don't know. I even think their stuff is going down lately. Like as far as Vita game, but there's not really any. Well, Vita they have to be. They, yeah, they have to be pretty aware of like the market shrinking. Like, you know, do you want to do you want to um, risk it and then? not sell it you know i mean limited runs usually pretty good at selling their stuff so i guess it's not much of a concern but like i wouldn't buy a physical video new game at this point no 
Yeah. It's I'm on I'm on the website now and it looks like their stuff is mainly Switch and PlayStation, which is Switch and PS4. And yeah. I mean it's like it's stuff that doesn't come physical really, so that's cool. But no. Anyway, yeah, the Vita is at the at this point, I would recommend uh Someone, if they got one, if they really wanted it. Let's see. Look, I'm looking on eBay, too. I'm all over the place, but I'm looking on eBay. And there's a Vita <laughs> right here. The, the orange one that I'm dying for uh, is 145 Like, buy it now. And I looked at the ratings, and everyone's like, they're posting pictures with that Vita, like the Vita they bought from them. And they're like, this is the Vita. It works fine. So you can still get one of these. Like, that's not bad. I think I bought mine for 140 here in, like, America at a GameStop. So that's that's not a bad price if someone was all of a sudden just wanting to get into the Vita, but dude, you'd have to if you weren't if you weren't gonna get it physical, like the game's physical, you'd have to buy a memory card and do all that stuff. So it's pretty much like even if you got a Vita, you might as well just hack that shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I mean at this point, like those memory cards were all you know, talk about like uh, shooting yourself in the foot straight out of the gate, having memory cards that were that expensive for such a small amount of memory. Um, you know, I mean, it, you know, like they were, they were. It was that was Sony, like that was Sony being Sony. Like they, they've always done creating technology where you had to buy their shit, and so it's like great. So, and their memory cards are like you know fifty bucks for an eight gig memory card or whatever it was. So. That didn't help that system at all because you could buy, you know, you could buy what a, a DS for the same cost and didn't really have to buy a memory card right away for it. Yeah, because um, you already. I mean, I, so when I was like, kind of when we first started talking, I think a little bit before all the uh, what's it called Nintendo Dash chat and stuff, but I had just bought my 3DS and I was like back into gaming for a little bit there, and um. That was the that was my thing. Like I really was like, I'm gonna get the Vita and go all in. Because at the time, it was still kind of like actually a, a platform, and I was like, I'm gonna get the Vita and go all in. But it was expensive. It was still like two hundred and something dollars for the console, and then it was still like fifty for like a memory card that wasn't like super small, or fifty or more. I think it was like really like eighty dollars for a memory card, and instantly I was like, I'm just gonna get the the 3ds has got pokemon it's got you know a bunch of other rpgs and the console was like what i think it was like 140 at the time when i bought the console 140 yeah that sounds right i think i paid 150 that, for mine years ago yeah and and then the memory card you know it was a the micro sd which i you know i'm a photographer so i have memory cards just laying around that that are old or i just don't use anymore so I was just like, this is kind of a no-brainer, and I think that's why we've been through it before. But I think that's why Sony just instantly lost like all people that were like, especially like I know they tried to market it as like a teenager and like adult console because they had, like it has it has uh, remember it had like phone service and all that shit for a while. Yeah, it's like you can play games on the go, and I know they tried to market it to gamers that have like a ps4 at home but i can't imagine this thing running it barely runs my remote play when i'm like next to it on like and we have like a we have a um 
what's it called? Fiber optic internet, and it's still, oh, yeah. like, it still, still chugs every now and then. I'm just like, what the fuck? Like, why is the Vita struggling? So I can't imagine the remote play working even then. So um, they kind of messed themselves up. And I, I bet you that was a, I, th- I bet you someone saw the numbers of the PSP and was like, why don't we have another thing like this? And they, they made it happen. And, you know, Japan, I guess, kind of, kind of made the game worth it. But yeah, we definitely didn't over here. Yeah, I don't know, man. I just, I wish it was supported better. I wish that Sony had like, I mean, you know, Sony, did, they just kind of just like threw it out there. And then they were like, ah, oh, you figure it out. So it's like, you know, I love my Vita. I'm glad that I have two of them. There was a point in time where I wanted to collect Vitas, but like you can look on eBay and see that that is not doable unless you're wealthy. Um, yeah. So like I'm kind of happy with my black one and my blue one because hon- honestly, that blue one was like my dream Vita. Um, so like of of devices that are out there, the only really dream device that I don't have is the uh, uh, Famicom Game Boy Micro. Um, Oof, you know, gotta do that. Yeah, yeah, I almost did that one. I almost pulled the trigger on two hundred and thirty bucks, and I didn't, and I regret it. But why? Why the fuck is that so much though? Well, and you can really only find them in Japan. Like, if you want one with the charger that's in decent shape, and sometimes comes with the box and everything, Japan's the way to go. And like, honestly, with COVID the way it is and everything, I'm not really trying to buy anything from Japan. So, Dude, I'm looking- I don't know. I'm looking at one right now because I was on eBay anyway for I should not be on this website. And there's one for four ninety nine ninety five. Uh it's in South Dakota, but it's it's like brand new in box. Who the fuck are these people that have never yeah. <laughs> that have never taken this thing out? They're like time travelers, dude. They went back and bought it and then now they got it. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> oh, I'm like, you know, COVID, COVID fucked up all these retro game systems, too, because everybody started collecting them again. So now it's like we're way out. I mean, like I bought my that I told I think I told you I bought the uh, from Regen, like the uh, Pokemon Black and White Special Edition DSi for a hundred bucks. And now it's going for like two fifty. And it's like, I kind of want to sell it, but I kind of don't because I bought it for me back when I had Biden bucks. <laughs> I I, I would be curious to see, you know, because I I feel like we probably talked the Vita to death at this point, but I would be curious to see anybody listening to this that might be a Vita listener. And we'll try to get it out there to like that Vita community too. like maybe post if you post about it, like on Twitter. Um, But like what people are still using, like, are you hacked at this point? I mean, most people must be hacked, I would guess. Um, It seems like the Twitter folks are mostly hacked but a lot of them are still like the 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 collector vita folks Um, that's nuts to me like the ones that that, aren't hacked like if they're that you know gung-ho about it like how do you how do you not uh have a hacked one like you know i mean if you're playing it all the time i can understand why you don't have a hacked one but but we're going to change that at some point god damn it Um, yeah and and my thing is i i've been scared of uh doing the hack because i was i'm at the point where i'm like ah, eh, like i like mine just being like a real one or whatever but now it's like you know i'm running out of games and it's just like why why not like it's just um i don't know 
But I do know if I hack it, that means I gotta like like means I gotta like stop and actually like spend like an hour to actually do all that. And it sounds sounds complicated and I'm just like, ah, that's probably why I just haven't done it yet. But Yeah, I don't blame you. Yeah, I, I think it's easier to buy a hacked one and just you know yeah. you know, buy it that way and, and then like the downloading is problematic only because like you got it takes a while and you have to, you can't let it go into sleep mode. That's something like you got to make sure that it doesn't sleep because if it goes to sleep while it's downloading something, it cancels the download, which is annoying. Um, I don't know, dude. Like, I would like to think that I'll still be playing my Vita in a year, but like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take both of them out tonight and like, you know, fire them both up and and take some pictures of them and then you know we can post it to RPN. But I love my Vita. I just think that I love the idea of having it more than I love the idea of gaming on it at this point. I agree. Um, you know, like uh, you know, like I said, I've been playing Spelunky on it, but Spelunky just came out, and that was that was kind of like a big holdout for me. And so, really, everything else is everything on here is now on the Switch. So it's kind of like, like why? And then, like you said, you know, which is like me as well. Every now and then, I want to play on the TV, and if I buy it on the Vita, like we're stuck to that, which isn't horrible, but it's always good to have options. I would, I would say. And you know, if you buy a Spelunky, you can have at least on the on the screen and play two players someday or whatever. So I don't know, dude. I, I'm kinda like you, like there's there's been moments where like I just don't even touch the Vita for a long time. And I feel like it's getting to that point. Even if I hacked it right now, I feel like it would still be slowly going to that point just because the Switch has just the supported games and stuff. I think yeah, I think a lot of us I think a lot of us look into like we're like, oh man, it'd be cool to have a retro gaming mega device, and then we actually get like Mario sixty four or whatever, and it's probably like it's cool to like go back in for a while, but none of us are gonna actually like play that game like every day and then beat it again, and you know it's just not gonna happen. I think we always think about it, but it doesn't ever happen. I doubt it really happens much. There's just yeah, I agree, and there's just not much on the Vita that I can think of that I'm like kind of like what you were just alluding to, like that I'm going to be dying to play and beat on Vita. Like I'm kind of good with, uh, with playing shit on my switch or, I mean the duo, even at this point, you know, like I kind of want to focus on that. I don't really want to focus on the Vita. I mean, but I, I revisit it because I really like the device. And I guess that's like the bigger point is like, it's still a really nice premium device that I would like to pay more attention to, but you know, I can't find a game on there that I'm that interested in playing. So for now, it doesn't seem like it's happening. Right. And um, I don't know, dude. Like, I would say I would say that the the Duo, like, once you get a controller, like, you know, the Xbox controller attached to that, like, holy shit, dude, it's going to be dumb. So that, that, that just might be the way to go. Just bring the controller. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's true. So, unless you have anything else to add, I think I'm good on the Vita. Oh, she get cut off? Are you still there? Well, then possibly have my tab button cut off. Can you hear me now? You cannot hear me? What the hell? My my computer went mute, so I was talking to myself. I could, yeah, I could hear you. That's well, weird. I could hear you. 
Can you hear me now? Yeah, my computer. <laughs> I think I hit uh, the max of a touch bar at the top, and I think I hit it, and it was the mute button. Oh, so that's cool. Well, hey, that'll be uh, that'll be good too. Uh, you could just leave it in. Fuck it. Who cares? Yeah. <laughs> Serbians are like, we got you, man. They're cool. <laughs> Shout out to Serbia. <laughs> All right, so we are. You think we're good on the Vita, and we can uh, close out this uh, episode seventeen? I believe so. So, sweet, um, sweet. you can follow me at Fartsy P H A R T S Y. Um, everywhere that you can find me: Twitter, Instagram, uh, I guess Fortnite now, <laughs> and and I've been talking about his. Yeah. I don't- don't follow me anywhere. Just uh, follow the at RPN cast at Instagram. If there's going to be anything that I'm going to post, it's going to be there. Uh, I'm kind of taking a, an extended right. social media sabbatical otherwise. So follow us slash me slash Phoenix at, uh, at RPN cast on Instagram. We'll post some gaming content there. And uh, I think we're good until next time. All right. Deep. Peace.